Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Have you ever heard this one? If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. When it comes to your money and the people working hard to get a hold of it, there is a truth that arises in the mind of savers that cannot be denied. The truth that sometimes those after your money will tickle your ears with options, offers, and sales pitches that, yes, may sound too good to be true. Yet, interesting enough, over the years, when it comes to the many sales pitches on where to invest your money and the various strategies for supposedly making you boatloads of it, the many too-good-to-be-true sales pitches offered to savers has become quite endless. And with all the bad financial news and worries in retirement, this tickling of one's ears by advisors telling you what you want to hear is, in my opinion, getting out of control. Too-good-to-be-true advisors and financial entertainers tickling your ears by telling you how easy it is to earn 10% on your money, annuity peddlers pitching free bonuses without disclosing the catch involved to get that bonus. And finally, the too-good-to-be-true sales pitches offered by Wall Street telling you how we do better when you do better, then forgetting to tell you that we do better when you do worse. Yes, the tickling of the ears is alive and well, which is why I remind you that these good, true sales pitches must be examined carefully before taking the bait. Because in the end, as the old saying goes, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, financial truth detector and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we start exposing some of the most half-truth-telling pitches coming out of the financial world, let me introduce one gentleman here in the studio that sometimes appears too good to be true, but always is, Mr. Aaron Orander, America's favorite sidekick partner. How are you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, sir. I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing very good, very good. I know we're diligently, uh, Mary Beth and Derek are working on the show prep for the TV show, and uh, we always enjoy doing the radio show first. In fact, some of you may not be aware that we have a television show called The Worry-Free Retirement, which covers similar information, but of course allows us to show more graphics and things like that. So before we jump into the radio show today, Aaron, won't you tell the fine folks how they can watch past episodes of the television show? Sure, no problem. Folks, if you want to catch past episodes of The Worry for Retirement, it's really easy to do. All you got to do is go to YouTube.com. That's YouTube.com and type in Tony Walker Financial right there in the search bar. Click search and you'll see Tony's smiling face. Click on there and you're going to find not only past episodes of The Worry-Free Retirement, you're also going to find all types of video content that we've got on our YouTube page. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. Okay, so Aaron, you're uh, kind of picking up the theme here. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Um, you've had some time to think about this. Anything comes to mind that you maybe even have kind of fallen victim to, either something you thought that was going to be wonderful, um, turned out not to be true, or just 
something again that you ever purchased and thought, man, this was a bad decision. I don't know. I've, I've, I mean, I've bought a car once or twice in my life that, you know, it was, it was probably too good to be true. It was, you know, maybe not necessarily all the way down to a lemon as they called them, but you know, there were, there were probably a handful of times, you know, I, I know at least one time that I bought a car when it just was not the car that I really needed, but the, you know, the salesman sold Jess and I on it and, <laughs> you know, really made it sound like, well, this is, this is the car you need for your growing family. Well, it was just the two of us at the time. We didn't even have kids. So yeah, there's that. I, I, uh, speaking of cars, I was going to give you another example. I might share it later in the show. It involves a batting cage. That's a funny story. But I'll tell you the too good to be true story that I remember as a youngster. You mentioned cars. Um, my brother, his first car that he was going to purchase, he was out looking for cars, and he didn't know what he was looking for. He was only 16. And my dad, who was a terrible cattle trader, you know, he thought he could get the best buys in the world. He always got the too good to be true syndrome and got taken. But he was dealing with a car dealer. Again, this was back in the mid 70s, and it was an old, huge Buick. Maybe it was a, it might have been an Impala. I don't know. Remember the big cars in the 74 door? That thing was probably 38 feet long. So anyway, on the outside, this thing was awesome looking. So dad goes down to the uh, used car salesman who he knew, nice guy named Steve, and he said, Steve, what do you want for that? And he said, I'll tell you what I'll do today, Dick. He called him Dick. He said, Dick, I'll give it to you for $400. Now again, this was the 70s. My, my dad said, golly, Steve, that sounds like a pretty good deal. And he goes, oh yeah, it is a good deal. So dad gives him the $400. Marty's all excited. We're riding down the road. I'm sit I get to sit in the passenger seat. I think dad was sitting in the back seat and I knew a little bit about cars, but heck at the time I was only like 12 or 13. And I said, I don't know. I keep hearing this noise, dad. And he goes, what noise? I said, I don't know. It just sounds really weird. So I started fumbling around in the carpet. You know how the floor mats are in the carpet right right there. I pulled it back and I kid you not, it looked like Fred Flintstone. There was a hole in the floorboard, probably 14 inches wide. And I could see the pavement going underneath us as we're driving down the road. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad goes back to the, uh, the auto salesman, the used car salesman, he knew it. He said, Steve, come on, man, what's wrong with this car? You knew this had a bad or hole in it or whatever. And he looks at me and says, Dick, you know what? In the, in the car business, sometimes you get the bear and sometimes the bear gets you. <laughs> Do you. I don't even know what that means, but that is a funny story. All right. So here we are. We're thinking about this idea of too good to be true. And for someone who's been in the financial trenches for nearly 38 years, I can tell you this. I've seen more too good to be true sales pitches than I care to admit. And many of these come out of the financial world. And I think what's pro what the real problem is, what we're going to get into today is there's two things. Number one, as we record this show on March 8th, 2022, I mean, my gosh, it's uh, tumultuous out there. We got uh, Russia invading Ukraine and not sure what they're up to, not sure where that might lead in terms of global uh, economics. It's already having an effect on oil prices, but well, th speaking of that, oil prices. Have you filled up lately? Yeah. Aaron? Yeah. What what, I mean, what what did it what's what's it looking like? I mean, compared uh, to what you it's had. It's four twenty nine right now. I saw four twenty nine on the way into work. I mean it's basically doubled in the last year, hadn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. So we got oil prices going through the roof. Uh, you got the stock market again as we record this show, it's tumbling. Uh, you got bond yields that are having problems. So if you have bonds, that's kind of losing money with interest rate risk coming on, uh, possibly going up. I mean, I'm sitting here trying to name all the things, anything you can think of. And then finally, of all things, and this really hits home, the cost of really good bacon's going up, Aaron. <laughs> That's sad. 
But my mom's not going to quit buying that good bacon. I don't care what they raise the prices up to. But the point is, folks, when you get in times like this, and I know sometimes desperate times create desperate feelings and you feel like you've got to do something, this is where you got to really put your, if it's too good to be true, hat on, because this is where you're going to be tempted to fall for a lot of things that really are too good to be true. Now, let me give you a few examples of those, and there's a bunch of them, but the ones that stick out of my mind the most now, it doesn't really seem as apparent now because the stock market had been doing so well up until now, but is a lot of these advisors and financial entertainers, we'll get into this in a minute, assuming that over the long term, now again, folks, this is a retirement planning show. This is assuming in retirement, you're going to need to pull money out of those 401ks and IRAs that you've been stockpiling money into. So the problem is you may have been letting that money just ride while you're working. And yeah, maybe it did average nine, 10%, like the people like to remind you of, but that has nothing to do with retirement planning. In fact, I remind people, as you'll see later, that these nine and 10% returns in retirement as you're drawing out money, especially with downturns in the market like we're having, it's almost impossible to get those kind of returns for the average saver out there uh, who doesn't want to put a lot of money at risk. So that's a biggie. In other words, promising too high a rate of returns because you want to earn more money and you fall for it and hand over your money and then you've got it all put at risk and worse yet, lose a bunch of it. The second thing, and this is a biggie, um, I've been doing annuities for years and I love annuities and for the right people in the right circumstances, annuities are wonderful tools. Uh, but one of the things I'm seeing that's very disturbing, it's an alarming trend where uh, advisors, who many are, are not fiduciaries by the way, they're just uh, insurance agents, and they're taking people's life savings, 401ks, IRAs, and they're tempting these people to move over these life savings with something called a bonus annuity. Now, there's nothing wrong with a bonus annuity. We use bonus annuities sometimes, and they do have a lot of use, but what's happening is people come to me and they want me to review their situation two or three years after they purchase the bonus annuity, and they say, well, Tony, I think I wanna start taking out X amount of income out of this annuity, or I think I'm gonna do this, and I'll say, no, wait a minute, whoa. You know, this bonus annuity you got, you realize you can't touch, you know, let's say X amount of dollars until 14 years from now. And they're like, well, that was never told to me. Or I might say, hey, by the way, you've got this bonus annuity. Did you realize that there's a fee attached to that thing of 1% a year? So if the annuity doesn't earn anything, the fees they're charging are going to eat up your bonus uh, over this period of time. Again, never been told. So you got to really watch these bonus annuities. And again, here's what I would say. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, or at least get with somebody like us for a second opinion. Oh, incidentally, if you are thinking about jumping off the ledge and buying an annuity you don't understand, there's a great booklet I wrote called Annuities Made Easy. Uh, you can download it free of charge at our website at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. If you go there, just go to the download section. Again, it's Annuities Made Easy. Or if you don't have access to the internet or you just want us to mail you a hard copy, uh, just call us at 877 499 9255. That's 877 walk And then the final uh, thing that I'm seeing now is people racing off to money managers who are basically saying, you know, we do better when you do better. What they forget to tell you is we in this industry manage money and we do manage some money for a fee. We do better even when you do not. That's what they forget to tell you. So if they're charging one and a half to two percent, which many of these money managers do, and that market starts going down, you start losing money in your account. You got to remember, anybody managing your money for a fee, including us, our fee is eight tenths of one percent, which is very, very competitive. Probably the lowest I've ever seen out there for an average size account. But anyway, 
But if they're charging you 1.5% and that account's going down, folks, they're still going to make money on your money. So those are three of the top things I'm seeing right now is people promising too high rates of return, uh, people selling bonuses annuities and people getting stuck in these annuities because they don't fully understand them or they put way too much money in them. And then finally, the idea that people that are managing money uh, do not continue to make money even when you're losing money, which is the way it is, unfortunately. So when I come back, uh, I'm going to use an interesting case because we are retirement planning specialists, folks. What we do, what our real sweet spot is, is taking someone that's getting ready to retire. They've got a big 401k. They've got a lump sum pension. They've got an IRA, maybe some money they want to, you know, that's been in the bank or they've inherited, and they want to put this under one roof in a game plan with a trained retirement specialist. When we come back, I'm going to compare something that I saw an advisor present somebody wanting a second opinion on versus how we present our findings in the retirement planning process. And we're calling this segment comparing apples and oranges. I'm Tony Walker. You stay tuned. You're listening to The Worry Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Whether you're a long-time viewer of the Worry-Free Retirement or just catching it for the first time, know this, you can watch past episodes and educational clips by visiting our YouTube channel. Just log on to youtube.com and search Tony Walker Financial. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Tony Walker here along with America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. And our theme is when things sound too good to be true, in many cases, they probably are. Uh, also, I mentioned earlier, Aaron, about the idea of uh, having your ears tickled. We talked about that a little bit in our marketing meeting. Uh, have you ever, what about tickling itself? I guess I just think tickling, we'll get to what the ears tickling has to do with anything, but tickling is a strange phenomenon. Do you like to be tickled? I hate being tickled. I, I think. Do I, I don't know. I have an older brother, and I think maybe he traumatized me too much and <laughs> held me down too much and did, tickled me when I was little. I don't know. I just I don't like it. And so now, even as an adult, like my kids love to be tickled. All three of my kids love to be tickled, but they know don't dad, will, dad. dad will be the tickler. <laughs> don't tickle dad. They know. They I'm, all three know. I'm like you, and maybe I look back because I've got an older brother, too. I maybe need to go to a shrink or something. Maybe I can figure <laughs> out. You're lying. I probably got traumatized getting tickled, but... But the one thing I think everybody loves tickling, and we don't really want to admit this, is our ears. You know, the Bible talks about we all, in the end, kind of want our ears tickled. What, right. I, what I think the Bible's referring to there, folks, is this idea, uh, if you kind of tickle your ears, it does feel kind of good. It's kind of soothing, you know, it doesn't really get you anywhere. It's like, okay, why are you tickling your ears? But what happens is people want so badly to feel better about their finances, or they want, I think, so badly to find a better mousetrap, or they got money sitting, earning nothing in the bank, and they want so badly to earn more money on their money, that what happens is when they start talking to people, they get their ears tickled by these 
uh, various sales pitches that are too good to be true. And because it feels good to hear these things, we kind of hear what we want to hear. Sometimes we act upon them and then later on have regrets. So what I'm going to do now is kind of use the analogy. You've heard of this saying, haven't you, Aaron, never compare apples and oranges? Yeah, yeah Jessica says it all the time. When does she tend to use that? Uh, usually when I'm trying to make a comparison of something that doesn't really need to be compared to. <laughs> and she'll say, you're comparing apples to oranges. So let's talk about that a minute because that's, yeah. So when people are trying to make a fair comparison in finance, it's true in anything in life, you want to compare apples and apples because the whole point is an apple and an orange, although they're fruits, right? They're totally different. Wouldn't you agree, Aaron? That's yeah. Probably, even in fact, if you bite into an apple, which you could do very easily, Try biting into an orange without peeling it. It's pretty rough, isn't it? Just <laughs> yeah. right there. So if you think about this, folks, don't make the financial world too complicated. You know, again, the financial world loves to make this stuff so complicated that you become dependent on them. And then when you even buy their products, most of you don't even know what you're buying. You never question them. You never question the fees. You never question surrender charges. You never, you never question anything. And you just kind of go along and take the bait. So think of financial products as pieces of fruit. You with me so far, Aaron? You okay. Got apples, oranges, and lemons. Let's just call it that. All three are fruit. Agreed? Yeah. But they're totally different in taste, right? Right. Texture. Oh, back to eating a whole apple or a whole orange, which you could do if you peeled the orange. Have you ever tried to eat a whole lemon? I mean, just eat the lemon? No. I couldn't do that. There's a book written about that. There was a book for kids. I think the guy sits on a top of a dome or something and he eats a lemon and, and the band's trying to play marching band and they can't play because they're watching him eat the lemon and they pucker up. You, ever, you read that book to your kids? No, I don't okay. think I've read that book. one. I don't think I dreamed that. But anyway, the point is, folks, just because you can't eat the whole lemon doesn't mean it doesn't have use. So it would be ludicrous to say, well, yeah, you can't eat that whole lemon. Just get apples and oranges because lemons are very good in tea, right? Use right. Tea. I use lemons a lot in recipes. I like to squirt a little lemon on and seafood and things like that. So financial products are the same way. Financial products come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Uh, financial products are different for different circumstances. Uh, some people like financial products over the other. You know, you might be someone that likes apples versus oranges. Well, the same thing holds true for financial products, but it also holds true for the way those products are used and more importantly, how they're illustrated. So let me give you an example. Um, and every once in a while I get second opinion requests from people who listen to the radio show or the TV show and they know that we're happy to do second opinions absolutely free. So a gentleman called me out of the blue the other day. Uh, he and his wife were retired. He said, I want you to give me a second opinion. I'm getting ready to purchase an annuity and invest in the stock market with an advisor who says they're a fiduciary. And I said, that's fine. So I said, get me what you got, and what? I, and this is all I got. See that, Aaron? Look at that little one-pager. Okay. That's it. Well, actually, there's two pages. Let me flip through. Yeah, but not much. I mean, there's really not a lot to go on. There's no disclosures, no disclaimers, no backup information. So I'm looking at this. First thing it says is the annuity. It does disclose the fee on the annuity, 1.2%. Um, it mentions that you get a 7% upfront bonus. There's the bonus. Okay, so we got to understand what... Okay, what's, what is the insurance company going to have to take away when they put the bonus in? And that'll probably affect the crediting of it. This is an indexed annuity. 10% uh, penalty-free withdrawals. This also includes the money provided monthly. I uh, don't know if that means includes both or you get both, but either way, that could be an incorrect statement. This is the part I love. Then they suggest putting some money into an investment account. Nothing wrong with that. But here's where it gets a little dicey, Aaron. 
They're assuming, leave the investment account alone for 25 years. They're calling this the recovery leg. Anyway, so, but they're assuming net growth of 6%. Now that's after a 2% fee. So that means this account for the next 25 years has got to average 8%, which it could, could, but it may not. And then they're going to start the annuities. There's three different ones at these different ages. So this might work. The problem is the fees are very high. Uh, that's a lot of money to put with one annuity company. I mean, they've got, uh, looks like 75% going into the annuity, about 25%. That's not too bad, I guess, there. And then they're starting the annuities first on their income. And then hope upon hope, I guess this recovery fund is supposed to provide well over a million dollars in 25 years. And that's a pretty bold assumptions. But the problem with this is, Aaron, there's really not much here for the consumer to look at. Now, I hold my hands through the magic of radio. You can't see this, folks. This is what our game plan looks like. Pretty involved, isn't it, Aaron? Right. This is our proprietary software. This is what we provide people who are retired or nearing retirement and they want a comprehensive game plan that includes everything that's going to be involved in your retirement planning. Uh, you can't see this, of course, if you want to watch our TV show or go to our website. We've, we've got this all over our blog pages. But we have the retirement income software that breaks down year by year where the different monies are coming from. Uh, we have the different buckets, as we like to call them, and when money might come out, the flexibility. But here's the big thing with this whole thing. If this, this is back to comparing apples and oranges, Aaron. As a fiduciary, personally, and I've done this a long time, if I'm working with a saver, somebody that's very conservative, not an investor or speculator, to assume they're going to make 6% after our fees is pretty bold. I would never go that high. In fact, what we like to do is only assume about 2 to 3%. Why would, it, why would we assume that low, Aaron? What could happen? Well, because that's a much more realistic number, but if it does do 4 or maybe even 5%, then, you know, it, it looks great on our business. That's right. That's right. So uh, it's kind of like Will Rogers said, I always like that line, always assume the worst and you'll never be disappointed. But even, quite frankly, folks, uh, if, this, uh, if we've got it in Charles Schwab with our platform, even in a conservative account, um, 3% may or may not happen. So that's the thing, folks. If you're out here getting advice uh, from retirement uh, folks, from advisors, please, 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 before you jump at anything, just get a second opinion, and we'd be happy to provide that for you. My name is Tony Walker. I'm a fiduciary, and for the past 38 years, I've literally worked with thousands of people, and our offices at Tony Walker Financial are here to help. So if you'd like to talk to us in person, maybe schedule a free 10-minute fiduciary phone call, all you got to do is log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on the Let's Get Started button or to talk to me in person about your personal situation. Just give us a call at 877-499-9255. All right, in the time remaining, when we come back, I'm going to share something that's been happening more and more, and that is this. A lot of our clients, a lot of you out there listening, are starting to pass away. We have over 1,500 clients that are over the age of 65, and there's something that is really starting to, I'm noticing that a lot of beneficiaries, that's you possibly, are starting to receive money from mom and dad who are passing away, and you're not sure how to fill out paperwork for their 401ks or IRAs, and there's a likelihood if you don't fill it out correctly, you're gonna create a huge tax liability to you. So when I come back, we're gonna talk about the death claim process and. If you're a beneficiary of an IRA or 401k, 
If you're uh, retired and have an IRA or 401k and you're worried about what your kids might do in terms of triggering this tax, stay tuned. Good stuff coming your way. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. With the stock market at all-time highs, our nation's debt through the roof, and inflation racing out of control, now may be the best time to consider safeguarding your money. That's why I'm offering to review your 401k and other retirement accounts to be sure that you aren't taking too much risk and you're not going to run out of money. To set up your free meeting with me, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, and we're talking about this notion that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And nowhere has one of the biggest culprits landed from the sales pitch of the introduction of the 401k plan in 1978. Now, folks, before I get into this, this is really important stuff, but I'm not dissing the 401k plans. What I'm saying is these 401k plans were sold on the idea that they were going to save everybody a ton of money in taxes. That was the whole deal. It was called pre-tax. Some of you are still putting in a 401k pre-tax. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but the sales pitch back in the 70s, especially the 80s, when they started taking hold, was that you put this money away pre-tax. It's going to be tax deferred. You'll save all these taxes, and you won't have to deal with the taxes until you retire. Well, guess what, Aaron? All these people are starting to retire. Here they come. Yeah. <laughs> and now... What's happening is something I've been talking about for years, I call it the tax tumor, is rearing its ugly head. And nowhere more is it rearing its ugly head than in many of the clients we have that are starting to pass away. You know, I thought about this, Aaron. I've been doing this now since 1984. Well, it really wasn't until about 2000, 2001 that I started focusing on people that are at or near retirement. So now we fast forward to when we're recording this show, which is March 8th, 2022. So a lot of those people I sold either annuities to or investments, they were in their 50s and early 60s. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's 2022. Guess how old a lot of those people are? Yeah. 80s, 90s. Yeah. And many of them have passed away. In fact, with over 3,000 clients at Tony Walker Financial, uh, Mandy Houchins is in charge of assisting all of our clients with their death claim needs and getting information to the beneficiaries. We have running at any one time, Aaron, this is at any one time, anywhere from 10 to 15 clients that we're helping process death claim forms. That's a lot of people. That's isn't a it? lot of people. So I want to make sure people are clear on something because this is starting to happen. So, uh, and again, happened more than once. So if you are a, well, let me say this. If you are a child or a grandchild of one of our clients and one of our clients passes away, your mom or dad, okay, or grandparents, here's what's going to happen. We're going to contact you to see if you'd like to meet, to see if you have any questions. So generally what we do, most people say, oh yeah, I want to meet. The, this is the beneficiaries, Aaron. You with me? Okay. Their parents have passed away. They've got this IRA or 401k. They're getting ready to inherit. They were the beneficiary. So when we meet, we show them the claim form paperwork. Let's say it's an annuity. We show them the paperwork and we ask them, do you want us to handle this? In other words, do you want us to set up an account for you or do you want to handle it? Now, they say, well, Tony, we want you to handle it. Well, then we're going to set up an IRA account. This is really important, folks. You've got to do it right. We're going to set up an IRA account for them. It's called an inherited IRA. We're going to get an account number established. We're going to fill out the paperwork of mom and dad's current custodian. Let's say it's Mutual of Nairobi or whatever. 
We're going to put that account number on the paperwork and send it to Mutual Nairobi. Now, the reason we do that, Aaron, if we don't do that properly and we request payment, Mutual of Nairobi is just going to send a flat-out check, liquidate the account, and send it right to the child, and that money is fully taxable 100% right away. And that could be a whopper. Could even send the child into a higher tax bracket, so not good. So first and foremost, if you're a beneficiary of one of our clients, you, you have two choices. We'll handle it, and we'll take possession of it and make sure that it's done properly. But if you want to do it on your own, or maybe you have, this happens a lot of times, which is fine. You might have your own advisor and you're saying, well, Tony, I want this advisor to handle it. That's fine. We'll give you the paperwork. But Aaron, I want to make sure people understand you're on your own. We cannot take any responsibility if that paperwork is filled out incorrectly. So make sure, please make sure that you or your advisor understand how to properly fill out that paperwork. Because once you send it in, especially if it's a life insurance company with an annuity, they are going to cut a check either to you or the custodian. And if you don't want to pay current taxes right now, make sure it goes to the custodian. I hope that helps. And on the TV show, we're going to break this down in much more detail. So you might want to check that out. So I hope this has been a good show, folks. The, the key to the, the moral of the story is if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And what I would say with that, before you take any major steps in your retirement planning, why don't you give us a call, get a second opinion. You can do it in one of two ways. You can log on to our website at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Just click on the Let's Get Started button or give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. We'll talk to you next week, but, but you remember between now and then, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.